Hey everybody, so it's Friday Fun Day here on AI Every Day, and so I want to spend five minutes or so bringing you the most fun I can comparing ChatGPT to Google Bard, which I just got access to. And so I thought it would be a lot of fun to come up with a few prompts and kind of do a little comparison about how GPT baked off against Bard. And it's really fascinating to me because there definitely was a lot of deltas between those. And if you're watching the screen, I'm going to go ahead and actually run some of these prompts here for you as I go along so you can actually see it live. But I'll talk you through some of the results. So if you're listening on audio and we don't really have time to go into immense detail between the two, but we'll have a little bit of fun going through this. And I think the first thing I had is just a coding prompt to build and balance a binary tree. And one of the things you'll realize immediately is ChatGPT can do a very credible job spitting out the code almost immediately. And then on the Bard side of the equation, um, it actually can't do it at all. It does not support doing code yet. For the second thing that I did, I actually asked it a little bit about a very technical question, basically about asking it to explain gradient descent with multiple linear regression algorithms versus polynomial regression algorithms. So I'm asking it a, essentially a very technical question of about something nuanced in uh, that people use in AI and ML. I would say each of the engines did a pretty credible job of giving me some sort of answer. In some of the instances, ChatGPT actually spit out formulas for this, etc. One of the nice things, of course, is that if you were doing this in the real world and you wanted to see it, you were taking a course, you could actually get ChatGPT to give you example code that you could run in a Jupyter notebook that might work. I've actually tested this, and I would say it does it sometimes correctly. Not always, but it's certainly extremely useful. But both of them gave what I felt like was a reasonably credible answer. Uh, and another prompt, I basically asked each of the models to help me pick out jewelry for my wife. I'm trying to find some sort of gemstone that she would like, and I gave it some criteria. And, and that criteria being rare and able to be cut, it's a certain way, etc. One thing that's fascinating, though, is I said to both models, I don't want something blue. And every single time that I have run this, one of the suggested gemstones that comes back from the model is always explicitly blue. Like both of them in this run just suggested tanzanite, which is typically known for its blue-violet color. In another prompt, I actually asked it which robot vacuum I should use if I wanted one that could clean up my floor without causing a problem with pet mess. And of course, this is a problem robot vacuums have had for ages. And one of this highlights another real delta between the models, which is that ChatGPT 3.5 really is still bound by its training data as of right now, up to about September of 21. It never suggests what I think is arguably the most interesting one on the market, which is the iRobot Roomba J7 Plus, which is a derivative of theirs that is extremely like oriented around not spreading pet mess everywhere, which honestly people who have cats that throw up and things complain just very loudly about how these vacuums can make a horrible mess around. And they even talk about Roomba having this pet owner official promise, which abbreviates to poop. But it's a funny thing. And what you see here is that ChatGPT just doesn't have that up-to-date training data. So it actually can't tell me about the Roomba J7 because it didn't exist when it was trained. In another one here, I'm actually going to ask it to brainstorm topics for this podcast. So of course, I want everybody to be uh, entertained and amused and informed when we do these. But it's interesting to see how uh, I ask it basically to kind of brainstorm ideas for topics. And each of them kind of has some interesting things 
I would say here, I would kind of typically in most of the iterations of this, I felt like Bard gave me the better version of this because it was a little more creative with its suggestions, right? ChatGPT suggests a bunch of vertical things and how it impacts people, but I would say that Google Bard actually talks about a whole bunch of other things, different ways to run a segment and introduce some comedy and some things like that. Another thing that I love trying with the LLMs, because they're honestly completely terrible at poetry, is I like to ask them to write me a poem in the style of Pablo Neruda. And for those of you who have not read Neruda, highly recommend it. Sonnet 17, I think, is one of my favorites. Or Tonight I Can Write the Saddest Lines. Amazing poet. And it's all translated from the original Spanish as well. But typically when I run these, what I have found is, and I've run this one a couple times now to see, I would say typically I get a better poem from Bard. It's a little bit more true to Neruda's metaphorical style, which I explicitly ask for in the prompt. Although what I'm doing here, literally on the screen, I think this might be just glancing at it, GPT's absolute best iteration so far. I also did a few other prompts, and I'm going to cut these short because I want to keep this tight, but I asked each of them to summarize an article for me, and I felt like the uh, summarization from um, GPT was much better because it was actually much more concise, which was sort of what my intent was. The Google one was so long, um, although it did compress it down some, I still felt like it was a little bit on the painful side to read through. Although, of course, one of the things you know from working with these models is Part of this depends on how you phrase your prompt, and I've gotten used to phrasing prompts in working with GPT, and I might find better results with Bard if I change the way that I'm asking for things. I also, <laughs> um, rather amusingly, I invented a fake scenario where my child going to school got a zero on an assignment because she used AI to help her write her Revolutionary War essay. And I am asking it to basically take my key bullet points and write an email to the vice principal um, on my behalf, flesh it out into a full email to basically kind of highlight these points and object and ask for a meeting or something. I, having run this a couple times, felt like I was generally getting a slightly more faithful version of my bullet points from ChatGPT, but I also felt like Bard wrote overall what I felt like was a, a more eloquent or better phrased email. It was really interesting to me. I felt like GPT did a great job translating my bullets and it's still completely a worthy email. It doesn't seem completely out of place, but somehow I just found, and this is so subjective, but I found the tone from Bard um, to be a little bit more human-like in the way that it phrased things and, and the kind of selection of words and so on. Of course, this is one of those things that again, can be super dependent, of course, not only on the model, which we expect these to be different, but on the way you phrase things. And I, I could have said, please write a courteous email or a deferential email or an engaging email or a collaborative sounding email. And I think I might've gotten completely different results from each model, just inserting a little word or two about that. And each of them though, I think, and maybe more so with Bard in a few iterations, invented a few or summoned a few points in support of the argument that I was making to the vice principal that I didn't explicitly articulate and I felt like maybe Bard edged that out a tiny, tiny bit against GPT. So I have a few others. I'm going to cut this short because I don't want it taking too long, but I hope that on a Friday you found this amusing and you learned a little bit about how these two bake off 
and I think I will probably try to touch base on some of these model comparisons a little bit more in the future. Have a great weekend, and hope to see you next week. Take care.